Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Sport Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is um, 6.40 Pacific time. Adjust it for your time zone. If you're here and you're hearing us live, then you know which time you need to be here. I know that in Texas it's 8.40, Mountain Time it's 7.40, and for Dorcas and further east is... um, 9.40. So with that being said, if you ever miss any of these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank Lomas, L-O-M-A-S. Put in TR90. And these calls are archived back to the beginning, which is almost eight year, full years now. With that being said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with an education background. But since I had grandparents that had, did not have robust health as they aged, I really didn't want to travel down those paths, and so I've done a lot of things to, um, preventative things for that, and I came in when the TR90 program first started, and I just absolutely adore it. So the TR90 program, in a nutshell, is one lean green meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day. 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Drinking plenty of water. The current thinking to stay hydrated is one ounce for every two pounds you weigh. If you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water. If you're exercising heavily or in a humid area, you will need to increase that significantly. If you think you're hungry, a lot of times it is because you're starting to get dehydrated, so drink a glass of water right then and wait five minutes, and if you're still hungry, then maybe you really are hungry. It's just that um, usually dehydration masks hunger as well. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If not, take them with your meal. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables. Thirty minutes of moderate to heavy exercise five days a week, at, at a minimum. Let's see what else. Oh, seven to eight hours of sleep, always a good thing. And with that, we're going to jump into the third part of why sleep is so important for us. So, especially since some of us either have just started school or their kids are getting ready to start school, many of our kids are desperately in need of some sleep. Too often they're stressed both at school and at home with lots of demands on their time and little downtime. Help your kids get a good night's sleep. Learning good sleep habits early on will pay off. One study found that just one hour of additional sleep restriction or extension on boys and girls in the fourth or sixth grade had a considerable effect on the neural behavior, function, behavioral functioning. Extension of sleep leads to improved memory function and alertness. The study concluded that most children can extend their sleep with demonstrable benefits. This has obvious implications for learning and school success. 
In another study on children and sleep habits, boys who had trouble sleeping as toddlers were more likely to become early users of alcohol and marijuana. Don't let this strike fear into your heart if your child is a poor sleeper. Other factors could well have been at work in that particular study. It's worth knowing that healthy sleep hygiene can promote a host of beneficial effects in children and that children suffer health consequences just as adults do when they suffer regular sleep deprivation. It's also significant to know that the REM or rapid eye movement sleep is important for learning. Children who are lacking sufficient REM sleep will be at a disadvantage in the classroom. So here's some tips for sleepy kids and parents. Look at the tip. Um, I'll be sharing the adult tips here shortly, but many of them are good for babies and children as well. It's particularly important to establish a bedtime routine for your child. Many parents find that a post-dinner bath followed by reading and quiet time is a good prelude to a restful night's sleep. Many of the soft drinks contain caffeine, which can be disast- have a disastrous effect on a child's ability to sleep. Eliminate caffeinated beverages from your child's diet, at least in the afternoon hours. Sleepless babies are the bane of, the, of parents. We now know that a good sleep habits are learned and may have to teach your baby to sleep. There are a number of books that give good guidelines on this, one of which is Solve Your Child's Sleep Problems by Richard Ferber, and Ferber is spelled F-E-R-B-E-R-M-D, is especially useful. So here's a couple of side notes before we jump into why our, for those of us that are adults, Even our babies are not getting enough sleep, according to a poll of more than 1,400 parents and others who care for children by the National Sleep Foundation. Infants average almost 19 minutes less sleep a day than the 14-hour minimum the doctors recommend. The poll also reported that toddlers get on average at least two hours a week less and preschoolers more than four hours less than the minimum sleep that they need to function at their best. High schools should consider later starting times, about one hour later than usual to accommodate the teenagers' biological clocks. Some universities, such as Duke University, have already done this by eliminating the 8 a.m. classes. Experts are beginning to recognize the close connection that stress, substance abuse, lack of sleep have on the increasing prevalence of depression in college students. The amount of sleep that we need does not decrease with age, but the ability to sleep well does. Many older adults face a particularly particular sleep challenges. For one thing, many seniors don't realize that their body rhythms shift as they age. As we get older, we feel the urge to retire sooner and wake earlier. Unfortunately, many people fight this urge. They stay up late, as they always did, but they wake up earlier. This creates a chronic sleep deprivation 
that takes its toll on health. In addition, many older adults don't sleep as deeply as they once did. Waking more often during the night. (coughs) This too can make seniors feel less rested and refreshed in addition to the tips listed below on how to get a good night's sleep. (coughs) The following conditions can affect sleep. Hot flashes during menopause, frequent urination from an enlarged prostate, carpal tunnel syndrome or restless leg syndrome, and chronic pain. Keep in mind that untreated depression as well as high blood pressure and heart disease can all encourage insomnia. Consult with your doctor if you think that you could be suffering from any of those particular conditions. Putting aside time in the early afternoon to nap appears to help older adults compensate for the sleeping problems that tend to occur with age. New research shows that U.S. investigators found that the people between the ages of 55 and 85 who had the opportunity to nap between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. performed better on tests of mental ability and had little trouble falling asleep at night. Older adults who take naps got an average of one hour or more sleep each day that they napped, giving them more than the seven hours and close to the average of young adults. So, how to get a good night's sleep? Try to go to bed and arise at the same time each day. Sleep in a dark, cool room. You sleep more soundly when your body temperature is cool. Indeed, lowering your body temperature is a signal to your body to sleep. If you and your partner cannot agree on room temperature, use separate blankets or sew a thin twin-size blanket to a thicker one to create a full-size two-zone blanket. Take a warm bath an hour before bedtime. The resulting boost in body temperature will trigger a corresponding drop in body temperature a short while later, which helps induce sleep. And if the bath is too hot, it may cause more difficulty falling asleep. So that's why they say a warm bath. If you exercise in the late afternoon, it should not be less than four hours prior to your regular bedtime. Like a bath, exercise can raise your body temperature and trigger a rise in temperature. But it could keep it elevated near bedtime, making sleep elusive. Minimum al- minimize alcohol consumption. Alcohol may help you fall asleep, but it will not be a deep restorative sleep. You'll also be more likely to wake up in the middle of the night. The more alcohol you drink the close- and the closer it is to bedtime, the greater this effect. You may also find yourself going to the bathroom more often during the night due to the alcohol's diuretic effect. Avoid caffeine 8 to 12 hours before bedtime. Caffeine can stay in your system about 12 hours. Even decaffeinated coffee can cause sleeplessness in some people. So if you have difficulty sleeping, avoid any caffeinated beverages, including soft drinks, after lunchtime. Don't eat dinner too close to bedtime. 
A late evening meal can affect your ability to sleep. Complex carbohydrates can boost serotonin levels in your brain, which in turn relax you and help induce sleeping or sleepiness. If you do have an evening snack, make it a complex carb like a slice of toasted whole wheat bread with some peanut butter. Be careful about supplements you use to promote sleep. While the herbal supplement valerian is touted to make you sleepy, studies have been inconclusive. Also avoid the herb kava kava as there have been several reports of liver damage with that particular herb. Try melatonin. Melatonin, a hormone produced by the body to promote sleepiness, can help reset your internal clock, thus help you overcome jet lag or temporary uh, temporary difficulty in sleeping. A dose of 0.1 to 0.5 milligrams a day should be enough. Dr. Pratt recommends taking it no more than two for two to three weeks at a time. There's no long-term safety study on the use of melatonin supplements. And if you are on an antidepressant, check with your healthcare professional before taking any oral sleep medication. Check any medications that you may be taking to, that, to be sure that they don't interfere with sleep. Calcium channel blockers like Cardizium and Procardia, as well as steroids, each congestants, and some pain relievers can interfere with restful sleep. Some people find that an open window and or a fan in the room helps them to sleep. Circulating air and the steady drone of a fan can be sleep-inducing. Do you love your pillow? A great pillow is a great encouragement for a good night's sleep. Invest in a new one if you're spending your nights punching and rearranging the one that you have. Drink some warm milk before bedtime. Milk and dairy products contain tryptophan, a natural sleep enhancer. Throw out the cigarettes. When smokers go to bed, they may experience nicotine withdrawal, which has been linked with difficulty falling asleep. And last, but I think it's last but not least, is let the sunshine in. As sunlight is an essential element to helping us synchronize our body clocks and leave your sunglasses off after 8 o'clock a.m. For more information on sleep and sleep-related disorders, here are some resources. The American Insomnia Association, and their website is AmericanInsomniaAssociation.org, and no spaces between American Insomnia or Association. The next one is the American Sleep Apnea Association, and that's at www.sleepapnea.org. And that's altogether no spaces. The next one is the National Sleep Foundation, and they are www.sleepfoundation.org, altogether no spaces. 
The next one is a very short one. It's Restless Legs Foundation, and that is www.rls.org. And the last one is Sleep Home Pages, and that's at www.sleephomepages.org, and no spaces in that. Some of the supplements to consider, um, Cortitrol, Sleep form formulation, youth will help um, the youth supplements. If you're looking for something that's um, more homeopathic, ashwagandha, hops, passion flower, um, those are all, uh, I know the hops and the passion flower are in the box. Rescue remedy, sleep melts, um, and those, that seems to be a good one. And Box Rescue Gravity also has um, a chewable that you can take that seems to be pretty good as well. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out. At the top of the hour, if you go to Facebook Live, One Team Global, one of our leaders will be sharing how to build a new skin business if that is something you're interested in. And I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. So, sleep part three. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. In fact, I may. I think I may try to review some of the sleep things again on Monday, just so that we have that. And we have you up tomorrow, Victoria. I hope you have a great call. It'll be fun. Thank you. I'm getting ready. As am I, as am I. (laughs) I'm getting ready because my grandson has his first football game tonight. So I'm getting Uh everything ready. Yeah, I'm excited for him. (laughs) Oh, that'll be so fun. (laughs) Yep. Growing up, growing up. Yeah, they do that so fast. Yeah, for sure. Okay, everybody, have a great day. I'm popping off here, getting ready. Okay, I'm going to hop off too. Everyone have a great day.